0: Previously on AMC's The Walking Dead. You find out who did this and you bring them to me. You understand? I'm just digging graves. If we can do something. We can fight. I can't let you do this. You don't have a choice. You breathe and you risk your life. The only
1: thing you can choose is what you're risking it for. Oh,
0: Welcome to The Pulping Dead. I'm Mike. I'm MB. And tonight we'll be talking about Episode 3 of Season 4, Isolation. Which just is premiered last night. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, so what do you think?
1: Um,
0: Overall, I liked it.
1: Uh, I've been kind of on a weird fence with the season so far because it's kind of been hit or miss so far. But this is probably one of the better ones. Yeah. Just because it feels like stuff actually happened this episode more yeah. than the others. Cause there's, there's been kind of a problem with stuff being kind of taking too long to start up or I guess, I guess you would call it like slow paced, but it's been more than often than not a downgrade from season three. So yeah. this was kind of a nice, this is kind of a nice surprise as someone who was kind of on the fence about even watching this week.
0: Yeah, I mean anything's a downgrade from the fast pace to the beginning of season three. Yeah, which Governor is just, just like,
1: shooting people,
0: which is just everything going. Lori died in like season in episode three of season three, The so shit is just going on immediately.
1: I still remember just being so rattled by that. As far as this episode goes, like I just I liked how much stuff was being balanced in this episode compared to the last few.
0: Yeah,
1: like like it seemed like there was more of a. They were finding their place,
0: pushing almost. forward. Yeah, I mean, every every episode of the season has been kind of pushing forward, just kind of in a low key kind of way, not in like a season two, just grinding gears kind of way. Which was, I think, they had about two episodes worth of content in about eight episodes. So,
1: yeah, thankfully that's not going on here. I could definitely see that. Yeah,
0: this episode did a nice push forward. It actually felt like with the end of this that. Everything that, everything that they were taking kind of slow with... I mean, we're only three episodes in, so I guess it's kind of weird to be talking like that. But everything they've been taking kind of slow with in the first two actually had a reason to kind of go up this way.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you do have a point in that it is only three episodes in. then
0: feels like longer, though, for some reason.
1: Yeah, I think it's just because we're just used to the breakneck pace of Season 3, and we still haven't shaken that off. Yeah. Because even towards the end, I would argue, that Season 3 was still going at, like, a lightning pace, um, and really kind of only ended on a whimper. That's really only the... That's one of my few complaints about Season 3, because Season 3 is one of my favorite seasons of anything.
0: Season 3 was pretty solid. A lot of people say the latter half was slow and stuff, but I... I mean, you can't keep the breakneck speed up the entire time.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I would mostly just say that if you have like the best counterpoint to that just watch the episode with Rick and the governor meeting and gotcha. that is just one of the most tense things imaginable.
0: actual or, or watch clear probably the best episode of the show so far yeah easily damn that was a good episode yeah but, well, we're uh, talking, we were talking about isolation this episode <laughs> getting our love fest on for season 3 which had a lot of good stuff in it you know once again Rick's sanity is tested
1: I think that was actually her first text to me. Was uh, a <laughs> so what was it exactly like something about God, damn it Rick sanity or something
0: like that. It was God damn it Rick sanity stop going through your trials and tribulations.
1: Which um I mean Rick has gone through a considerable lot as far as his sanity being tested like that's not really a joke or anything that's a big part of the character
0: yeah. since.
1: I, I would say since the beginning of season three. Yeah, I, I do, he he pretty much lost it right after Laurie died.
0: Oh yeah, and he took an entire season to get it back. And I like how he still was not hundred percent there. Yeah, like the first two episodes was him still kind of coming out of stuff.
1: Oh yeah, but it, but he's coming towards like a better place at least. And then this one was this one kind of felt like a relapse because he just kind of loses it at the beginning of this episode and starts being the ever-living crap out of Tyrese.
0: Yeah. The entire season seems to be about kind of relapsing.
1: Yeah. Which is, like, it's a good theme. Like it's, a, yeah. it's good that this season still has a through-line theme to it and a lot of story, even though, once again, it's only three episodes in, which is, it feels like there's a, been a ton of story going on.
0: Yeah, they've gotten a lot accomplished in just three episodes.
1: Yeah. And none That's, of it feels rushed.
0: No, especially with Carol. Like, I mean, there is the ending of this episode with Carol being the one who killed uh, Karen and the guy we never actually saw. Yeah. Which, I, by the way, someone important has to die with this disease. It can't just be red shirts. I guess Tyrese's sister will probably go. But it does seem like somebody has to die Yeah. before they give up on this thing.
1: I was actually – I have to be honest. Like, the show kind of got me again where it's – you kind of – You kind of wonder, like, after a while, whether or not the show can still keep that level of tension that it's always had and still manage to fake you out and make you think that a character is going to die. I honestly thought, like, maybe Carol was going to bite it in that one scene where she was outside the prison.
0: Yeah, they did a good job with that. Even Tyrese. I know it's, like, episode three of his arc, but somehow you still expect him to die.
1: Well, not only that, but it's, like, the fact that he survived, like, I want to know how that happened.
0: Um, he's really badass.
1: Yeah, there's, that.
0: and he survived with only a hammer. <laughs> I like how they kept Tyrese's weapon from the comic.
1: Oh, by the way, I, I do want to say this is probably the biggest zombie scene so far because the swarm around that college campus. That was. I the- mean, wow, Jesus! This- there must have been like a million zombies easily.
0: Yeah, quite the horde. This is a Kirkman penned episode, so once I found that out, it kind of made sense. Yeah, you would put in a horde of zombies, <laughs> and once again proving that you can't just run over things. Yeah, it's not—it's not how you solve your problems, MB. Wow, no. you can't uh, just run Dar- them over. Daryl tried. Now don't make Daryl's mistake in the future, MB. I know you've tried, but uh, you can't do that.
1: Maybe with my crossbow,
0: <laughs> you would have a crossbow yeah. and a vest with angel wings on the back. <laughs>
1: I've been noticing his vest more
0: and more. <laughs> it's becoming more prominent. He used to just only wear it once every couple episodes. Now he's wearing it all the time. Yeah. His angel vest. Just to make the soon uh,
1: <laughs> There are many fangirls. But I um, liked also in this episode just the fact that at the beginning, uh, Tyrese goes to Rick with uh, right after he found out that the woman and the other guy has been killed. Like, for life. I feel mean, like I can't remember their names.
0: Karen and David, the guy we never saw. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Karen from, was from at least season three as the character we don't remember because all the Woodbury residents were non-existent.
1: <laughs> they were just kind of talking heads, pretty much. But um, I, I did like the fact that Rick being a cop is mentioned.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's and, nice to bring that up every once in a while.
1: And and it was actually put into full effect where you had Rick Grimes, zombie crimes detective.
0: (laughs) Oh, Tony, I I wish he started, like, dusting for prints and set up a small crime lab (laughs) in the basement of the prison.
1: Immediately goes into, like, talking in the 20s, 40s, like he wears a fedora.
0: (laughs) Almost like you just cut to Rick, it pans up, he's wearing a suit, tie, and fedora.
1: (laughs) He's still got five o'clock shadow a full-on (laughs) beard.
0: He declares prohibition. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Carl has made the leader.
0: <laughs> Sadly, we only got one scene of him investigating. But my God, was it awesome to see him investigating?
1: It was like he, like you saw him literally just going to the scene, pacing over it, looking looking at clues.
0: Only just, took out just a magnifying glass. That been awesome. <laughs> What's this here? <laughs> he starts going nuts. And he, but um, and he deduced that Carol was the one.
1: Yeah, which, by the way, I how does that make you feel?
0: You know, it's it's odd. I didn't. I kind of thought it early on in the episode, like about I midway it through. Knew,
1: but I didn't think it would actually be
0: that. Yeah, I didn't think they would have the balls to do that. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it does go back to the show. You can kind of complacent in that they're the main characters of the show are we see as the good guys. Yeah, and it's been a while since we had them be. You know, morally ambiguous with their actions.
1: And this goes a little beyond morally ambiguous. This is flat out.
0: Yeah, I mean, Carol flat out just walked into a room and bashed two people's skulls and dragged their corpses outside and lit them on fire yeah. for what she was thinking was the greater good. It ended up not mattering, which I'm sure will be a big thing going forward. But I, it's
1: it's just kind of um, I don't know. It's it's like I was liking. I honestly did like Carol as a character, but now it's like, I don't know what to feel.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure I'm sure that's what they were going for. And I give them credit for, I would say, Walking Dead. The thing Walking Dead would have usually have done would be all these events would have happened in the first episode. Like, Carol, like, disease would have came in, they would have found those two people dead, and then at the end of the episode, Carol would be revealed to be the killer. And everything would just be rushed. But this time they've kept... The first two episodes were so – and the third episode was so Carol-focused and then really fleshed out her character a lot.
1: Yeah. Fleshed I, out
0: her role, that her actually doing that works a thousand times better because it's more of a surprise and it makes why she did it immediately make sense. You understand, like, because of how her character's developed. You know, unlike Andrea just doing stuff because the writers wrote dialogue into her mouth. <laughs>
1: what dialogue that was. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that note. It's 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 just kind of... It's still jarring, because it's like...
0: It's very jarring.
1: Just the fact that, you know, it's two burned-up corpses, and, like, I expected this to be a full-on mystery that would go, if not a couple episodes, then, like, maybe even half the season.
0: Yeah, and I really expected this to be a red shirt.
1: Yeah, I expected that too, or maybe... I don't know, just not Carol. Like, that That just seemed like – I guess because what you were talking about with her being so prominent and, you know, she's looking after those two girls now and um, we see her doing really a lot around the, the prison. Like, she's really maintaining a lot of responsibilities. And, yeah,
0: like she stepped up as the leader while Rick's been off avoiding it.
1: Yeah, and it's just like – to have that happen, it's, it's – uh, I, I don't I yeah. just. I don't know if there's really any going back after that.
0: No, and, it just
1: seems like it just seems like that's if not priming her for eventually dying, then it's definitely priming her for like an isolation from the group because she's already kind of pushed it a couple times, like with training those kids to survive and not wanting Carl to tell Rick.
0: By the way, you invoke the title.
1: Oh,
0: Ooh. of course Rick would keep that secret, but can you keep this secret, MB?
1: Crimes is a man of many
0: secrets. <laughs> like, there's so many different ways they can go with this, and I, it's, I think this kind of storylines the strength of The Walking Dead, which is they've built Carol up so much, and she's changed so much from how terrible she was in Season 2.
1: Yeah, where she was basically just, Rick is wrong about everything.
0: Yeah, for no real reason it was just a grieving mother that had no storyline at all. Yeah. And how... But she-
1: Thankfully, like, that really went away in season
0: three. Yeah. Now they've kind of given her, I don't want to say Andrea's role, but she kind of fits that, the Andrea mold in the comic. Yeah,
1: kind of the same way that Herschel fits Dale's. Yeah. In that way, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just more of, like, she's actually got more of a purpose here. Yeah, Which I, I, I've read a little bit. I mean, I've read a very little bit of the comics, but I've read a little bit to know that... Uh, she inevitably ends up being like with the prison group, but she doesn't really have the same role and she's not really utilized to the same capacity. So I almost kind of feel like the show is using her a little better.
0: Yeah. I mean, Sophie is a bigger character in the comics. Her daughter usurps, usurps her. which
1: yeah. is odd to think about because the show has just ended up in such a different place.
0: Yeah. But it's, it's odd. I mean, it's, it's like it's both really good and interesting and both kind of like you know maybe sometimes the comics would have done things a little bit better and it's better to stick with those and try to change it for the hell of it but who, I mean who knows like the governor it's been
1: a, it's been a really good uh, experiment I will say that
0: yeah like, like the prison storyline's definitely different
1: yeah and just the fact that Herschel's taken on more of Dale's role
0: which fits That's,
1: yeah
0: and he's a better Dale than Dale ever was <laughs> Him and his leg. R.I.P. Herschel's leg.
1: (laughs) But um, as far as other scenes in this go, um, it was really interesting to see just Herschel's complete stubbornness to go out of his way to pretty much get himself infected, if not not the next episode, then pretty soon, I assume.
0: I would say Herschel's got a pretty good chance of being the one who dies from this thing
1: which I would hate to see. I would hate to see Because Scott Wilson, like the scene of him just being alone with nothing to do in that office, like that was just a great piece of acting because you could just see that he just didn't want to be there. And it was just the most frustrating thing imaginable.
0: Scott Wilson is one of the best actors to watch, pick up and look at things. Have you ever (laughs) noticed that? (laughs) It it happens a lot. Like look at him picking the berries. Like this, it's just fascinating to watch. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, there's two big problems. They're going to move out of the, the prison this season, obviously, yep. be it by their own volition or by way of the governor once he eventually returns in some way. I'm still confused. I uh,
1: Cross fingers crossed.
0: I mean, he is a regular this season. He hasn't showed up yet. But now at this point, I'm expecting him not to show up till the mid season finale.
1: Oh, yeah. That would, that would be a great point of him returning because there's so much going on right now that I can't see them still juggling governor stuff.
0: Yeah, just him coming riding a tank with long hair and a handlebar mustache. (laughs) Uh,
1: I I am so hoping he has the crazy hair. I've said that since season three.
0: He's got to have the crazy hair.
1: I want him to have the crazy hair. If he doesn't, then I'm giving up on him.
0: But the two big things with moving out of the prison is they've got a guy with one leg and a baby. Yeah. So, I mean, just – they're going to have to get rid of their – that means somebody's going to die. And there's no way just for shooting, like actual filming, but they've got to do something with the baby.
1: Yep. Um, though I am curious as to what this – I mean, I, I think it's going to – it's an obvious fake-out, but I am curious as to what's going to happen with this Glenn thing. Yeah. Because, you know, when I was thinking about it, people were really like – when's the last time people really cared about Glenn? Like probably when he was captured by the governor in season three and – he fought off that walker with a chair, which was awesome, yeah, but like I think that their storyline, like Glenn and Maggie's storyline is kind of somber to the point where he's he's kind of back up for not being safe, really,
0: yeah, no, I, the only thing I would say is i don't I don't think they would kill Glenn that way, like if Glenn were to die this season, it wouldn't be by just succumbing to a disease, yeah. It's the only thing, like, it's he's not quite, he's a little bit too high-tier of a character. I'm not saying Herschel's not a high-tier character, but that's, his his storyline was set up where that would be fitting.
1: Yeah, I can, I can see that. So, I definitely hope it's Maggie's not the one to eventually die, because we do get the sense that there's more, like, there's a lot going on with her character this season already. I mean, not it's it's kind of lesser compared to the other characters, but still, I just... I don't want to see that character go. I okay. rather, I rather it be Glenn.
0: They're doing a good job of giving pretty much every character something to do so far. Glenn's she, the only she, one who hasn't. But
1: even uh, what's Beth, her name?
0: Beth. Yeah, Beth actually has personality this season. It's kind of amazing.
1: She has. Her, she actually has lines.
0: Yeah, trying to pre, trying to remain dead inside, which is kind of fascinating. Yeah, but with them giving every character something to do, besides that being. One of their major problems for the past couple of seasons, it makes every character seem important enough to die and then to and also too important to die at the same time.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, there's only a couple of characters that will probably never die. Um, and one of them is Rick. I mean, obviously, they're not going to kill off Rick.
0: It's any not, not anytime soon. Nor Carl.
1: Nor Daryl, because that would be killing yeah. the show.
0: Yeah, they would They would fuck themselves if they ever did that. They, no matter how much they wanted to, they were, there would be no way to kill Daryl without pissing off a good portion of the fan base.
1: I mean, he's – I would go as far to say he's the most popular character of the show.
0: He definitely is.
1: Like, I mean, that's – he's practically the main character at this point. I mean, Rick's definitely the focus, but he's just – no, there's no way. So pretty much everyone else is open season.
0: Yeah, I would say this season, Michonne and Tyrese are safe. I don't think Michonne's going anywhere for a while.
1: It's she better not. That's, I mean, that would be, I would probably actually stop watching if Michonne went out, because, like, that's such a character that was fought to get on for so long, and now that she's finally here and she's awesome and still just every bit like the comic book, it would seem anticlimactic goes beyond describing it to yeah. uh, actually kill her off
0: with all the effort they put into kind of fixing her after last season.
1: Yeah. And Tyrese, I mean, he just showed up.
0: Really. He just showed up. And I like the stuff they're doing with Tyrese for the most part.
1: Yeah. I mean, he kind of went crazy there for a minute. Uh, just kind of punching everything in sight.
0: Yeah, I like how he's kind of having kind of Rick from last season kind of moment.
1: Yeah. Though, I also like the fact that at first he was very much like a pacifist type yeah. character where he just didn't he didn't want to do anything violently he didn't like the way it felt and then all of a sudden this happens and he's just going insane and uh, i really felt like that was when the zombies attacked and that was really his moment of just lashing out at the world yeah kind of it kind of embracing like okay this is what it takes to survive i'm i'm in
0: yeah i thought that was a really good setup moment the writing this season's been a lot better yeah i mean this was a kirkman pen episode so you expect like really well written moments like that but overall, uh, the writing's been a lot more solid. There's has nothing—I mean, we're only three episodes in, but there's been nothing stupid so far.
1: Yeah, and you and I, I would say it's pretty fair that we were both on the fence about even starting this season. Because I don't know how to describe it, but there was something about this season I just wasn't excited for when it premiered.
0: It was the—for um, me, it was the ending of Season 3 with Rick bringing everybody into the prison. I was expecting it to be a return of Season 2, Rick. And I was not looking forward to that. But luckily they've gone the exact opposite way with Rick. They've yeah. kept it the crazy. And had him actually completely just abandon wanting to even be leader or have those responsibilities at all. Yeah, Until, which I, you know, is a
1: really good way to go, especially considering everything that's happened.
0: Yeah. Until he you know, had to symbolically put his gun back on and destroy his farm. Yeah, They've been using a lot of symbolism this season, which I think is really nice.
1: Yeah, I've noticed that
0: keeps things a lot more subtle than they've been t- so far.
1: Oh, yeah. And which is a great counterbalance to Season 3, which was... There was no symbolism about that season. It was in-your-face all the time. Which, yeah. I'm not I'm, cry- I'm not criticizing it. I, I love Season 3, but that was... I mean, you can't just do Season 3 again.
0: No, there's no way.
1: Especially now that the showrunner's completely different, so if they tried, <laughs> it would be...
0: You're just hoping he sticks around for the entire season. The sh- well, I mean, who knows? He did write clear, so. Yeah. And so far, Isolation, so far the best episode of the season. I mean, we're only three in, but, you know, the first few episodes can always been kind of, even when we're four seasons in, it can still kind of, you know, wave back and forth a bit until yeah. we get into, like, the meat of the meat of the story. But they're doing really well and setting up, up a lot of stuff.
1: I still remember in season three where there was two whole episodes and there was nothing as far as Woodbury or the governor was concerned. They had to devote a whole episode of that. So, I mean, as far as focus, this one seems to at least have better balance than season three. Because season three was just kind of stuff happened and then you had to focus on this other area or something. Like there seemed to be a lot of uh, andrea focus episodes and then it would go back to Wrecking the Prison
0: yeah, they weren't really uh, integrated very well. Or they would just... Or it would be, be cutting back and forth between the storylines. They didn't really have anything to do with each other. Yeah. Just Michonne scowling at something. Andrea's telling her to stop scowling. And then Rick at the prison going insane. So There wasn't a lot of balance there for a while.
1: Just Rick shouting at things.
0: Then Merle just talking slowly.
1: It's just... I, I, I'm i I'm sorry, like, Andrew Lincoln is one of the best crazy actors I've seen in a while, just because of how entertaining it is to watch.
0: It was, it was awesome to see Rick go fucking batshit crazy on Tyrese all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. And just to look at the look on his face after he realized what he did, like, the, I mean, Andrew Lincoln is really one of the best, if not the best actor on the show, because he just has the best range as far as, like, running the gambit.
0: Yeah. It's weird just to imagine Rick from Season 1 talking to Rick from Season 4. Be so horrified of himself. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, it's... He's unrecognizable. Like, if you go back and watch the earlier seasons, like, even Season 2 compared to Season 3, Season 2 still looks like
0: a completely different Rick. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Rick from Season 2. Yeah. He was a brutal one. But, uh, you know, really good episode. It, it, Definitely keep my interest up for the next one. Oh
1: yeah, it reinvigorated my excitement for the show. I have to say.
0: Yeah, and because I, I like where you don't know where anything is going. Like I don't know what's you know, Daryl and them are out in the world somewhere. I don't know where that storyline's going, especially with what they heard on the radio.
1: Oh yeah. That, oh, we completely forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a sort of a transmission, and we don't know who's from. We we can't really make out the voice. Like for all we know, it could be the governor.
0: Yeah, I thought it might be the governor. Apparently it says, if you arrive, you survive. Hmm. So I was thinking, you know, it could be the governor. I think there's some speculation that it's the um, Alexandria group from the comics. And that the prison storyline is going to go into the Alexandria storyline.
1: Oh, yeah, because they, didn't they cast, like, a couple of characters from that?
0: I think they might have. So it could be going that way. And it would be interesting if the war on the prison was replaced with the governor attacking that. Group instead. Yeah. Which would be very and that, interesting.
1: And that'd be a good way to get the group of the prison involved if they managed to capture Daryl's group.
0: Yeah. It would be interesting to see where they go with that.
1: And also, I mean, it goes without saying, but just the fallout from what happened, because I don't see that going lying down. I mean, if it did, that would be really shotting writing, but.
0: Who knows? I mean I'm I'm just trying to figure out how the governor even plays into this season. Yeah. Let alone anything else that's going on. Like how the prison's gonna be dealt with. I I, I like not no, not having any fucking clue. Like I can't even come up with a maybe.
1: Yeah, and it's it's not like in the frustrating oh they're they're just going all over the place type mentality. It's just they're juggling a lot of interesting storylines.
0: Yeah. But um anyway, that's been this episode of The Pulping Dead. I've been Mike. I've been a dick. Shane was right.